We're always on. Oh, we on, we on. Fuck all that. You feel what I'm saying? All things sports podcast. You feel what I'm saying? It's the boy, the fella. You feel what I'm saying? Bookie Bandit. Hey, man. Parley Boys in the building, man. More Parley person, Boys. More bring more joy. You feel what I'm saying? But it brings so much more pain when the tickets don't hit. You feel what I'm saying? But we we on tonight. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, hey you know what I'm saying? Special introduction, by the way. You feel what I'm saying? CEO, you feel what I'm saying? That's the main thing. CEO. I ain't got to introduce the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey, boy. Chris Salta. Chris Salta. Mr. Butcher. Yo. See you guys out Gave my life to the game, had my mama concerned. And made a call when she saw when I got in return. Broke my flow down, they still can't describe it in words. And all the work they say they put in, I gotta confirm. Put my hood in diamonds so you know how my block did it. Gun come with a car fax, you know who I shot with it. Shot with us, you know me and my niggas. Cribs not furnished till a garage get a drop in it. And now I want nothing for free. They ain't know me then, bet they check it now. The best player getting drafted in the seventh round. I learned rules from the streets and wrote them lessons down. I know 150. 5,000 weigh like 7 pounds Said I'ma be a legend soon Shit, I'm a legend now and That's real shit Said I'ma be a legend soon I'm a legend now This is the All Things Sports Podcast You already know that We got a Thursday night slate of basketball tonight Clippers playing the Lakers And it's so boring right? <laughs> Clippers versus the Lakers I know last game it was like a blowout Then they came back But at the end of the day the Lakers at this point in the 12th spot or wherever they are at the West, it's not watchable basketball. So it's not. As we move on, you got King Spurs. Play Kings up. You know, you're not going to get much out of that. The good one, like we just mentioned, is the uh, Mavericks Warriors game. And, and I want to see how that one was. Luka dropped 20 in the first quarter. First quarter. So, I mean, it's the fourth now. And, and he needs to uh, step up and help his team close out this victory because. You know, them at 37 and 25 trying to compete for a, a nice playoff seed. Right. Can I have the playoff standings? That's what I, I got to start up. I got to have like a playoff standings note note card, a live note card that just changes. That just moves up and down. Yeah, exactly. I like that. And what are you looking at, east or west? Well, I'm going to go with the west. I got it right here. I got, I got the Warriors in second playing the fifth Mavericks, right? And – you know, a game like this on a night where you can catch the Warriors because as hot as they've been, only lost 19 games this season. This will be their 20th loss if they lose. So if Dallas can pull this one away and, and try to creep into that four, side, uh, four spot and get a home court advantage because the Jazz are just two games ahead of them at the four spot. Mm-hmm. And listen, home court in the playoffs means so much. If the 4-5 is going to be Utah versus the Mavs, if it stays put, I mean, the Nuggets are obviously only one game out of that, too, so they're in the mix. But all these teams want to play the first two games at home. So that's going to be an interesting thing. I will pull for the Mavericks in this one just to see, you know, that West get a little crunchy. Um, In the East, though, Miami did maintain their two-and-a-half game lead in first place over the Sixers and the Bulls. And uh, we beat the Brooklyn Nets again. We beat them like, like a week and a half ago. Bam had 30 and, what, 30 and 30 points and 11. Say it a little louder, Nate. Bam had 30 and 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one, that one He's was the that best one. player in the Miami Heat. You know what I mean? He's definitely not. Jimmy Butler's the best player on the Heat. Okay. But, you know, a but solid performance. It's a, great, a solid performance. 
It's a great compliment. Yeah, I like Bam Adebayo. I, can, I love Bam Adebayo's game, but it's a good win. You know what I mean? Miami's just showing that they're a top team in the East. You know what I mean? Like, we been knew it, but they solidified, like, if you want to get to the finals, it's going to be a problem. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no, shout out to him. But, like, yeah. my thing is, like, Tyler Hero, coming off of the sophomore slump he had last year, we're dealing with injuries in COVID, and um, finding a way to find that that rhythm that he had his rookie year where he was able to truly, you know, be himself comfortable and uh, shine when the lights are bright. We're seeing that this year again, taking the role off the bench, sixth man of the year, probably front runner. I, I, I sound like a big Heat fan yeah, if I say that, but he had 27, 8, and 4. Mm-hmm. And um, Caleb Martin with a big game in Brooklyn, 22, 5, and 2. And a nice block on Steph Curry, on Seth Curry. Sorry. Seth Curry. That I'm was a sentence like the fourth row. But, but, another, but another guy that needs to step up, mind you, the final was 113-107 Miami in Brooklyn. No P.J. Tucker, no Jimmy Butler. Max no, Struess, no, no Kyle Lowry, sorry. Max Struess, 21 and 5. 6 for 12 from 3, 6 for 12 from the floor. And what's what's alarming is, what's alarming, <laughs> hear me out though, what's alarming and glaring is 31 minutes Seven assists, one rebound, zero points, Duncan Robinson. That's your 90, what, $95 million? $90 plus million dollar player right there. That's exactly what that is. That's what that is, $90 million for zeros. Okay. Running suicides. Add another zero, Bill. <laughs> to, be, to be a shooter of his caliber, you can't go score this, bro. Like, you can't. You because can't. in the playoffs, when this comes to be, you know, and last year we saw a little bit of it when we played Milwaukee. And I don't want to use, like, Tim, timid maybe is a good word, but we saw a different Duncan Robinson from the bubble to in Milwaukee and in Miami in the playoffs where he was not able to find a mark. And even coming into this year, he was struggling early. He found his rhythm, and he's been playing good. Right. However, like I said, this is glaring. Zero points. You got Max Struess eating those minutes, 36, 21 points, 6 of 12, like he said. Efficient and productive. But Duncan's in the game for 31 minutes, and he's just not productive. Like it, it looks like when you only put up three shots, and you're playing 31 minutes, and the next person that has played, you know, over 30 minutes is at least putting up nine shots. It's like, did you just give up on yourself? Did you, you weren't? Did you, you know, what I'm saying like, what was going on? Exactly. Like, and it's been happening a lot frequently. It's not just this game. I gotta. You know, it's two words. Mm. I'm paid. That's what. It is. Stop. I gotta I'm see paid. the plus minus. Hold on. He's a plus three. I mean, plus three. he wasn't a minus, oh, but one. No assist, seven. Oh, one rebound. One rebound. You know, he's, he's getting. He's doing something. You know, what I'm saying at least to benefit the team. No, of course, but like you said, ninety okay. ninety million dollar man, and he's a starter. Zero points to be a shooter of that caliber. G leaguers like what's the dude name? Gabe Vincent. He's not a G leaguer, but I got you. Yeah, you got you got you got dudes out here fighting for those type of contracts. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying. Nah, I got you, fam. It's just a horrible performance. My, th- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Duncan Robinson gets the horrible facts. performance of the week, bro. bro. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, shout out to Bam Adebayo. I wore his jersey tonight because 33 minutes logged in and no Jimmy Butler, no PJ, knowing he's gonna have to be the anchor of the defense, knowing he's gonna have to get those boards, knowing that he's gonna have to be in- enforcing on offense. 
and he put up a thirty piece. Yeah, so, yeah, and and yeah. over ten rebounds, and we yeah. need that yeah. with, with no James Harden. Uh, sorry, James Harden's traded. Ben Simmons obviously still, and no Kyrie Irving because they're at home. Yeah, Masters, Masters, Masters is about to blow this game. We gotta we gotta capitalize on things like that, and and we did. So I'm glad on that. And I like that you said that he has to be the core of defense because you got to give him those two steals he had this game too. Did like, you hear that? Yeah, if you playing, yo, Ben's playing like a soft front court like Brooklyn has. I expect them to do things like that. He, he was mentioning how Boston has been playing pretty good as of late, and um, does it matter or not? <laughs> that was that was kind of <laughs> funny to me. And and they did beat on TNT John Moran, and and must I say? Because the night we recorded Monday, he went off with the 52-point performance, and he had the alley shoot, and he had the poster on Portal. So He was just had his thing going on. Ja Morant, per, great performance of the week, Ja Morant. Horrible performance of the week, Duncan Robinson. There you go. And, um, but to go back to the point I was making. Jimmy Butler syndrome. It's, it's, it's airborne. Here you go. Memphis been playing good. You know, securing their spot. Where are they in the West? Memphis West. is uh, the third spot, third forty-three spot. and twenty-one. You know, eight games out of first place. So with no CP3 for the rest of the year, and you know the Warriors are a beatable team. So back to Memphis. It's uh, it's interesting to see that. John Morant went and had a fuck thirty-eight, 38 point, point game, game dog. Man. Seven assists, four rebounds. Yep. Yeah, four for twelve from three. And and Jason Tatum went off for 37. Six rebounds, five assists. And Boston won 120 to 107. So that was a showdown right there. Al Horford with a nice 21 piece. And uh, Marcus Smart putting up 18 points. So, hey, they found it where they could. Yeah. But listen to this. I mean, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain helped out with 17. And, and Jaron Jackson came out. Minus seven on the plus minus, but he had his twenty points. So Jaron Jackson's got to figure things out, you know. And then a minus twenty four with seventeen points for Desmond Bain. So it was just, you know, they were putting up points and and they couldn't do yeah. the right other, the other things right. But um, the question though is, is, does it make sense or sorry, does it matter? Does it make sense? Does it matter? My ass talking about does it make sense? Does it matter? Luca got a thirty seven piece tonight. By the way, I know we're going a little, little quick here, but. I think it doesn't matter <laughs> that Boston has been playing good of late. Um, okay, it does and it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. It does and it doesn't. They're only a game behind Milwaukee right now. It does and it doesn't. Why I say that, to me, I don't think they're a true contender in the East. Easy answer is it doesn't. However, why it kind of does is for other teams in the East that are beatable in the first round. And if we look at the standards, the way things are shaping out right now, you know, the Celtics are a five-team. The Bucks are at the four. I think the Bucks finish in the 2-3 seed, to be honest, for the rest of the season. And then, so if the if the Celtics have to play a team like the Sixers or the Bulls, I just think it's a competitive series, right? Or the Cavs, like, wow. I just think those are competitive series where, hey, it, then it might matter. And obviously, it's not going to matter in the great scheme where maybe they'll go have to play uh, Bucks next or the Heat next or the Sixers next. But, you know, there's that first-round matchup team that, it's like, damn, I don't want to play Boston. And, you know, if they can move up to get a home court advantage, which I don't think so because they're at the five seed and, you know, the the, the top four is, is, is kind of tough right Very now. Impressive. But they're playing good. So 18 and, 18 and six over the last 24. It. Can't argue. Jason Tatum's been playing great. They started off horrible. I said they were going to make the playoffs. 
This man say he, they're they not going to make the playoffs. Perk, Perk, you used to play for the Celtics, though. So why are you hating on him? Come on, Nate Perk. Nah, Celtics not going to miss no playoffs, bro. Can't say something like that. Horrible. You guys, it's a horrible. Horrible. 18 and 6 in the last 24 games. LeBron said he's not out till he's out 12 feet deep. Till you stomp on him. <laughs> Lakers, as we speak, are down 36 31, end of the first quarter. And in the Western Conference standings, they're out of the playoffs, but in the play in right now. 27 and 34, and LeBron just knows that. That's the thing. LeBron knows he just can't be less than 10. He'll win the play-in game. One game, I'm in. And then from there, the Lakers going to play the – Hey, if Lakers play the Suns, I mean, yeah, we, we see what's going on. The yeah, Lakers course, ain't a good team. Course. But I think the Lakers are good enough, and LeBron has been good enough this season and just in his career in one-off games where all he Get needs is a 10 playoffs. seed, minimum 10 seed. And he knows that. So that's what he means. Well, we're not 12 feet deep. You feel me? We ain't in the AFC, but we we in the play-in. And then we got to play one of these little Clippers or Timberwolves or or Pelicans. And I'm going to drop 45 on them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you better watch out. You better not hide. <laughs> yeah. LeBron James coming to town. <laughs> Look at uh, look at Moses Moody, by the way. Moses Moody hit a t- game-tying three, and now he just took the lead with four minutes left uh, with a nice acrobatic layup. How about that? Uh, back to basketball as it stands. Like I said, Suns got to 50. First team to 50. First in the West. The next next uh, team is uh, Warriors and Grizzly with 43, and then Miami with 42. So shout-out to those boys at the 50-piece. You know, without Chris Paul, too, securing that. Mm-hmm. And Monty Williams, man, just doing a great job, yo. Like, he has these players still playing hard, knowing that their leader's gone. And um, like how Nate was saying, the Miami Heat have shown that they can, they are consistently the first team in the East, the best team in the East, number one, number By two. Far. Like Phoenix has shown that this is all season, Phoenix has been at the top of the West. So it's a credit to coaching, too. And um, another part of good coaching – you know, when I talk about the Pelicans, how they've turned their season around a little bit, and Ant kind of pointed it out to me on Monday, where they're they're at the 10th seed right now, and they can make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, and they got that trade, but look at Coach Willie Green. He was an assistant of Monty, and mm-hmm. you know it just translates because makes sense. You know that that culture was really well put together in Phoenix, and we saw it last year with, in the finals, and um, you know we're, we were we were a few games away from talking about them as like one. A team to win it again, you know what I mean? Like, and and this team can can win. Let's be real. I mean, they have a chance. They have a chance to win. The way they put up a fight versus the, versus the Bucks last year, I, I give them a chance to win this season versus anybody. I agree. I don't see. I don't see um, like a goal that's being a hundred. Yo, if Steph Curry goes off, bro, for just like thirty five a night in in a Western Conference Finals, like he's done that. Yo. Yeah, but he can he can do it and he win. Can do that, but, he know, can do it and win. You need, you need 
You need guys like DeAndre Ayton to shine. You need guys like my uh, Mikael Bridges to, to mm-hmm. do what he was doing. Exactly. And it's doing what they're going to do because it's not like it's fluky. It's not like it's inconsistent. Like, these guys do this. But at the same time, Steph Curry's been to five finals. You know what I'm saying? Boom. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever amount he's been to. Like four or five, whatever. But like, And the Splash Bros in the playoffs? But like, but like, that's a scary sight. You know, Cam Johnson and Mikael and Devin Booker, they only been to one. DeAndre Ayton. So, and, and it's not to take away from them, I but it's just... Warrior, if you tell me right now, Warriors, Suns, Western Conference Finals, I'm going Warriors. No, I'm going Warriors. You got Draymond, Clay, Wiggins, and Steph, bro. I still don't like it. Warriors are gonna come back and beat this, uh, beat this team right here. It's it's one eleven, one fifteen. <laughs> as Moody hits a three, another three. Look at look at the rookie Moses Moody. How did Perk say it on draft night? Moses Mo- Moody, Moses Moody, Moses Moody. <laughs> that was Kendrick Perkins on funny. TV. Nah, Kendrick Perkins was like, Murdy, Moody, 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 Moody. Yeah, so, man, NBA is jumping, yo. And uh, Victor Oladipo is, quote, unquote, scheduled to return Monday. I mean, listen, Nate, you're not going to keep. <laughs> you're not going to keep. Plan, I know, I know, I know. People, I talk shit, but oh, I, love, I love Victor Oladipo. I love Victor Oladipo. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Miami Heat, though, on the real. If he's, a, if he's at least 80%, that would be huge for Miami. If we can secure this number one seed in the East, we'll play a team like maybe Toronto, maybe maybe Brooklyn, maybe crazy, right? Maybe Brooklyn. That might be the one we don't want, right? We'll, mm-hmm. we'll have to figure that out. First uh, round, yeah. Hornets, Hawks. Those are the playing teams. Or the Cavs, you know, if they slide down. But nonetheless, it's not going to just be a cakewalk. But it's it's gonna be something that that's that's should it's it's more than achievable. So the Hawks I'm, are part of the one team that you want to play. Most definitely, we got something for Trey Young ass. He ain't going to no damn Eastern Conference Finals on us, but nah. <laughs> we're not putting that on our tab. All right, we're not responsible for that. As mm-hmm. division rivals, the Atlanta Hawks are not getting past the Miami Heat for the last twenty years. Like, come on. Come on, it's the Hawks. It's the Hawks. Yeah, let's 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 be honest. Let's be honest. So, um, shot to Bam out of bio. Like I said, Atlanta did, in fact, though, beat another fraud team. Chicago. Love the word. Chicago Bulls, 130 to 124. And the Bulls lost last, was that last night or was that two nights ago? Oh, last two. When they played Miami last night, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? That was my. That was last night. So. Whatever. It was this week. It was yeah, probably it was last night. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Last night was the Bucks. So, it was Monday. It was Monday. I got you. It was Monday. It was Monday. We was recording, remember? It was. It was Monday. Monday. So they lost Monday to the Heat. And now they lost again to uh, Chicago. I mean, Atlanta. Trey put on a show tonight. I'm not going to hold you. Oh, that's what he was telling me. I mean, shout out to the the Bulls who went up 2020-20 piece with the Levine 22, DeMar 22, Vucevic 21. It wasn't enough. Miami. Miami. And, and now Atlanta. Trey Young with the with the pretty game, what you said? Thirty nine points, seven from nine from the three point line, thirteen assists. Shot seventy seven percent from the three. Hundred percent from the free throw line. I mean Trey Young logging up nice thirty seven oh, yeah. minutes. He's, he's an all star. 
That's what he does. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They talk to him. That's why he's there. How about that? How about that close game in uh, in Toronto over there? Pistons were able to uh, hold on to a lead. 108-106 win. 2-0 against uh, the Raptors this year. <laughs> Kate Cunningham with a 22-10. I mean, 22-12-5. and five. That's the 22-10-5 game right there for him. And uh, Sadiq Bey went off for 20-23. I don't... Pascal Siakam finished the game with 28 points, five rebounds, two assists. It is, it is. but what was alarming was that he had a place to bet for the <laughs> over on 10 rebounds. I mean, I think that's a that's an egregious bet, if you're asking me, but I don't bet. You think so, with no OG on the floor? Yeah, I mean, t- 10 rebounds is like, I mean, if you're not putting a lot of money on it, but I don't know how that goes. He'll get he'll get seven eight of them. You feel me? But I'm not just gonna bet on them and just get ten. You feel me? I'm putting you on game real quick. No. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he hit. He hit for sure. And the bam over. You got bet on motherfuckers like bam. You got bet on rebound rebounding shit like with rebound machine bam. Exactly. No, I mean, no, I mean. What we got this weekend? Um, is there anything interesting this weekend? Who plays on Saturday primetime? Cool. I'll tell y'all boys right now. We're going to find out right now. We do got that fight. We're going to talk about that in just Man, a moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good thing we did bring you on. I got you. It's going to be, I think, Warriors Lakers. Who the F wants to watch that? I don't. <sighs> it's not a lot of good games out there except for the, you know, Sixers Heat. Hey, Sixers Heat. James Harden's the, coming to Miami. Game of the day. That's, That's the, prime the game time of the game. night. It's three oh five day too. So Facts. shout out to Miami, the city in general. Yes, sir. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like when Saturdays don't really have good basketball because I typically don't watch much basketball on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's a prime time game. But there's no uh, late game. I. I I don't like that they do the prime time and no late game because it's like right after that, uh, there should be one more. <laughs> That's facts. We need more. Um, you also have a mm-hmm. conference, uh, you know, NCAA conference NCAA tournament NCAA starting. Conference. So those are going to take some, the big conferences going to take some prime time, some prime time light. And Saturday early, there's some good uh, English Premier League for soccer fans out there. They got a, a good amount of good of good uh, matches there. You got a. Hey, real quick, shout out to my Jamaican people and friends and family that watch Premier League fire because they the ones who put me on to mm-hmm. Premier League mm-hmm. good Chelsea match good Crystal Palace probably coming up got a Southampton game so it's gonna be a fun weekend for sports hey shout out to uh I guess the state of Florida, if I'm reading this correctly, um, you know, there was an unfortunate event last year where uh, there was like a local uh, female who, you know, was was kidnapped and like murdered or so. Oh, I remember that. And uh, the Florida Senate unanimous, unanimously passed a bill inspired by, you know, by her. So it's called the, the Mia's Law. So. That's good to see that we're actually, you know, making steps That's in what's progress. Up. So, yeah, may she rest in peace. Right, but um, back to the the NCAA. You know, Duke. 
Yeah, so Golden State wasn't able to uh, <laughs> come back. Moses Moody wasn't enough. Yeah. Look at Mark Cuban with, with Luka Doncic walking out the arena. That's dope. You walk out the arena behind your, your behind your owner, you know? Mark Cuban yelling, I'm rich. That's a flex. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at Luka. I drafted him. Not Trey Young. Yo, um, but yeah, I think Duke's gonna win the ACC, and I don't, I don't have much more on on anything else. We'll, yeah, we'll get either. into more of it, you know, as it gets deeper. It's a little early right now. Um, Auburn with a tough win last night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you paid attention to that Mississippi State Auburn game. They went to overtime, but they closed it out in overtime. And ended up blowing them out. It was crazy within that last five minutes. So uh, they took that. And yeah, I mean, I mean, NFL. We got combine. Combine. So we just saw Nate just pulled up. What was his name? To uh, something like that. But I don't think that was it. Yeah, I don't think that was it either. You gotta look that up. No, I was. No, his name Taquan Thornton. Taquan Thornton. Thornton. Taquan Thornton. What a f- unofficial four-two-one, forty-yard dash. Broke John Ross's record. I think John Ross had like a four-two-five or something. That's fast. The thing about it is, I don't really care about combines. Like, yeah, not, not, I mean, like the combine speed. I don't really care about it because is it translating to your game speed? You I think that's the conversation we can have. So it's but like yeah. the combine. Obviously, it's for something, and obviously, you find a lot through it. There's, you know, it's rigorous. A lot of it is unnecessary, but. It is required, and it is something that you learn from both as a player and both uh, and as an organization about the player. So, with that being said, do you believe that just because, like, you do you believe? I don't want to say it like that. I'll say it like this: If you were an NFL GM, do you think that you would go so hard off of combine paper stats versus what you watched on film? how you hear about him as a man and as a player and say he has a shitty combine and shitty pro day, are you going to drop him on your draft board? Or do you remember what you saw consistently week to week from his, you know, last two, three years in college where you feel like this is good enough to, to take him? Like what's your, what's y'all, what's y'all minds? It's a tricky, it's a tricky question, a tricky question because the way I feel about it. Okay. Level of competition. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. He's playing college players, but what are you going to do? You get elite competition NFL players on. What are you going to do? You get elite competition and all pro players on you from the NFL. So this is a very tricky question, but I will, I will, I see why they do the combine. I understand it and I agree with it, but I can't go off what you're doing based on college to playing a dude who has ten plus years. Right. Well, because no paper stuff like could prepare you for a guy like Aaron Donald in front of you. Hell no. But at the same time. Film can show, you know, yeah, yeah. Film will show that uh, this guy either has it or don't, or you know, he he has a motor that others don't. Things of that nature. I totally agree. I think if you're if you're watching film all year, you're you know you've been scouting this kid, and you're watching him do good things, and then by hap you know by haps he happens to have a bad combine day or a bad pro day or something like that. 
I mean, you know, you 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 give them suggestions. You know what I'm saying? You you know, you show them opportunities and stuff. But if that's if this is the person that you're looking to to draft, you've been scouting this person more than likely for you know a, over six to eight months at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Seriously, two then, years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Then at that point, fuck the combine. I've been seeing you ball. There's a reason I've been watching you for this long. You right. know what I'm saying? But I also understand what Nate's saying, where certain positions like. You know, I need to see that, you know, you got some burst, you got some speed. I need to see some progress. Like, this is this is where they also show kind of what they've been working on off the field. You know what I mean? Like, are you staying Are you staying healthy? Are you working right. out? Are right. you right. maintaining a workout regimen? You know what I mean? Like, it's a combination of a lot the history, of things. The history, the combine history shows that they give, you know, these rigorous interview questions and the process that these teams want to meet up with you and ask you about. Um, you know, that alone mentally for a player because they're up all day mm-hmm. and then they have to train in the morning. You know what I mean? Do do their workouts, do this, that, and third. And it's a lot. It's a TV spectacle at this I point. Oh, DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo. I thought, yeah, I'm like, I thought you meant football bucks. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> You're good. So... Uh, yeah, I just I just feel like it's it's a big process, a long process. Some of it and most of it is unfortunately unnecessary, but there's a big part of it. The on the field stuff is great. And no, to answer myself, I wouldn't just go based off of the combine stats and what no. I saw in the combine because you can have a great pro day, you can have a great combine, and like put it like this: Tua Tagovailoa, he still has a chance to be a really good player in this league. Do I truly see like him being a great quarterback in this league? I don't see that. I see him being a starting quarterback. But I see him being a consistent starting quarterback in this league who's successful and can be the the better you surround him. But he had an amazing pro day. Right. He did. Especially coming off the injury. Right? And it looked like, all right, we're, Dolphins was like, we're ready to draft this boy. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, and not to say you shouldn't, but you should just remember – and. If you remember what you saw in Alabama, yeah, you're going to use that and say, why wouldn't we draft him? But then you look at that injury, and you're like, he's he's le- he's he's smaller. He's left-handed. Oh, Murray for the tie. Oh, he missed it. He's he's smaller. He has an injury history. You know, we don't have a great offensive line. Like, it's a lot that goes into it. And, and you know, you got to hope that he holds up. And I, I, I hope he will. But we'll see about that. So that's the combine talk. Duke, North Carolina, where they at, E? Best rivalry in sports. They in Cameron <laughs> Indoor Stadium. That's in Ra- that's in Raleigh. That's in Raleigh. That's in Durham. That's in Durham. That's in Durham. That's in Durham. Sorry. It's all good. It's in Durham. It's in Durham. It ain't in Chapel Hill. Yeah. It's in Durham. It ain't Raleigh. The crazies will be going wild that day. Camera crazy's paying five bands to get in there, or I like how's that, yeah. that going, bro? What that was like fuck? entry. Do the rate. students get in for free still, or like how is that gonna go? I think you get like you know the student like the season tickets for the students, but I think you still have to camp out to get yeah, your like actual you really, tickets. Them boys is right there out it's there. It's like you right already now. you get roll call. You like you get since you buy like your student passes, you get roll call type of shit, but you still have to camp out to get the yeah. actual ticket yep. itself. Yeah. Wow, they outside right now probably. It's legendary, Cold man. It's Coach outside. K's. It's Coach K's final home game. 
And it's going to be super emotional for the sport. It's going to be super emotional for the coach, for the players, for John Shire, who's the next coach coming up. You know, everybody that's going to be there, you can imagine the amount of, like, uh, uh, alumni that's going to be there. So, Oh, it's going to be star-studded. That'll be fun to watch. Austin Reeves just took a like an elbow to the face. That was nasty. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, this is definitely one of, if not the best sports rivalry. Because, you know, there are some to uh, to argue. But I don't want to argue with anybody on Saturday when I'm watching my favorite coach, you know, Coach K, play his last game, get his last dub. Last time we played North Carolina, Duke won 87-67. Stomp put a stamp on it. You know what I mean? So we got to do it one more time for the one time. Mm-hmm. And all time, you know, North Carolina leads us 141 to 115. We don't get it twisted. 256 meters total. We don't get it twisted. Right, North Carolina does have the longest win streak at 16. Okay, we don't get it when, sh- and and we have a one win streak, current win streak of one, but the largest margin of of victory, North Carolina got that too, 37. Ours is 35, but they did that 37. Can I put some context into this? Because I'm I'm paying respect to North Carolina on Coach K Day, but North Carolina put up a 16 game win streak on the Duke Blue Devils from 1921 to 1928. For, All context, right. for context and for context in 1921 the largest victory they've had in the history of this rivalry 37 points duke had 35 points as the largest 1964 you feel me so it's a little more respectable if you ask me <laughs> by the way well. their first meeting duke was trinity college at the time it was 36 to 25 on Damn. january 24th 1920 Damn. So Trinity College, you know, Duke Trinity College, quote unquote, lost to North Carolina 16 straight times in the second year that Duke was a team. So you you got what I was yeah, going with all that, right? So Coach K, back to him, you know, the coach and founder of J.J. Reddick. Because we'll talk about him too. J.J. Reddick. You got guys like Nolan Smith. You got notables in the league right now, like Jason Tatum, right? Talk about it. Marvin Bagley, unfortunately, didn't pan out the way we expected, but Seth Curry did. Yes, sir. Austin Rivers Austin has had Rivers a good career. Austin Rivers is a role player, yes, You know sir. what I'm saying? Yeah, he does. What about Brandon Ingram? Mm-hmm. Starter, mm-hmm. right? So, um, And then there's notables like Greg Paulus, you know? You got to put respect on his name. You got to put respect on Luke Kennard, who's a starter playing right now for these Clippers. Uh you got guys like Sheldon Richardson. You got guys like, uh, who's my boy? Josh, Bob, McRoberts. Come on now. <laughs> we got guys like Jaleel Okafor. He's still in the league. Damn, that's facts. Justice Winslow's still in the league. Yeah. Top 10 overall. Top 10 overall. We got Tyus Jones and his brother. Michael Jordan Payton. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hey, most, so most winningest coach. He's put out Coach K. He's putting out good product. Like if it's coming from him, it's good. It's Bro, good he's product. Frank Lucas. Yeah, he's, he's putting out product. You know what I'm saying? Coach Frank, Coach K. One thousand one hundred seventy wins. Make some noise for Coach K, y'all boys. To put that in perspective, three hundred and sixty-one losses. Look at that record. One thousand one hundred and seventy wins. Wow. Bandwagon. Seven sixty four win percentage. 
Duke is a private university, whereas Carolina is a public school. <laughs> Jim I mean, Beheim behind them is at 982. Is that the guy who uh, coaches, coaches uh, Syracuse, Syracuse and killed? I mean, let me know. <laughs> wow. Coach K, man. Look. It's emotional. We, we it, don't even know how to really like it. Like, me and E are Duke fans, you know, well-renowned. Nate, I don't know if you even Florida support State. college basketball. You're a Florida State fan. So, like, we're just going to – I'm just going to go through this one with E real quick <laughs> and then let you, you know, chime in on your respective half. But as an ACC rival right now, especially as a Florida State fan, I'd rather you just, you know, just vibe out real quick. Share the moment with us with all respect. But in the ACC, there's no love lost, right? Um, And the Canes go up on Saturdays in the Hard Rock Stadium. Anyways, shouts to Coach K again. Boom. What is one of your, if not your favorite moment in? One, I'll ask you, UNC versus Duke history since we got that game going down Saturday night in Cameron Indoor for the last time. I think my favorite I, I my favorite one isn't in Cameron Indoor, but I'm still gonna That's say cool. it. it's a Coach K it's a, it's a UNC Duke rivalry question. It gotta be the Austin Rivers game winner in Chapel Hill. Wow. Wow. Man. You know what's crazy about that? That's that's mine. Really? 100%. Oh, my God. And I can't just off the rip try to think of I could think of another one, but it's not going to hit the same. It's like, not. That's the it's one. Not. That's, that's the, the one. one. When Austin Rivers, with the hype and all, hit that game winner on the arch rival, there was no better feeling that night. I remember that night. So, shout out to Austin Rivers. Shout out to uh, that rivalry. Hopefully, we you know, take this W for Coach K. The kids are going to play... Let's just say the young men are mm-hmm. going to play their ass off. And they we know this. And uh, Carolina's going to play their ass off right back. They don't want they don't want Coach K to get this win. They want to spoil it. I know That's they a do. Fact. However, let me ask you this now. Coach K, Duke, favorite moment all time. They don't have to be with North Carolina. Just favorite Duke moment under the, under the, under the helm of Coach Krzyzewski. It got to be the 2010 championship because that was the first championship after I started being a college basketball, like being a Duke fan in 07, 06, 07. I started watching college basketball. I started watching JJ in those last two years that he was there. So that first championship after being being a fan and, and really, really diving into college basketball was, yeah, that was that was big. Okay. That was that was a fun one, bro. We we, we that was Gordon Hayward, right? Yeah, we almost lost. Yeah, that was Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Hayward almost hit that game winner, bro. That was scary. But uh, and I remember I was I was in my room and I was by myself, just hype, same, same hype. But um, I, it, go ahead, boss. I just really love that he was like a player's coach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I remember watching one game when Jason Tatum was playing. I think Jason Tatum had like two points at the half. Like he only had scored two points, and they showed like on Sports Center, like when they were, when they were in practice the next day. And Coach K was like showing him like, yo, this is how you're supposed to shoot. He literally threw his jacket at Jason Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> he was hot. Yeah, he was hot, but he shows like passion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he actually cares about his job and what he does. Oh no, you can definitely tell that. You can tell that like it, 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 it's just that like you can you can you can you can have played for Coach K 10, 20, 15 years ago. You can tell like they probably still hate Coach. Oh, facts. You feel what I'm saying? 
You don't think Shane Batty still hit up Coach K like, hey, Coach? What's going on? What's going on? You know, you know, Shane Battier is uh, with the Heat organization now. Don't get, don't get get too much ideas. Um, There's a lot of moments, man. Because honestly, you know, 2010 and also 2015, like those two championship years, were obviously some of the funnest. But like even years in where we didn't win championships, Mm -hmm. we had years that were just so fun, man. Like. Just and obviously, you know, Shashevsky has titles from before, before we even started watching Duke, Facts. right? Duke is, but Duke is just prestigious, you know what I'm saying? But like, talk about college basketball in our era, man, I I try to I try to go back to uh, a specific moment, you know, because the easy the easy way out is is the 2010, and we could share the same answer again. But I don't want to do that. I want to. There's a there's a moment. I I remember when JJ Redick versus Chris Paul, um, showdown, and we lost Whoa. to Wake Forest in like a one possession game. I remember that. And JJ Redick went thirty three points. Chris Paul had like twenty eight. I'm a Florida State fan. Yeah. You guys are Duke fans. Uh huh. Was JJ Redick a monster in college? Like, was he like a was he like a monster player? Because I, I didn't really watch JJ Redick in college. Oh man. Oh man. By the way, if you see what I'm doing right now, I'm gonna have YouTube up in a, just a second. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, we're gonna serious. be watching dilated clips of JJ Reddick lighting boys up. Like, is is an argument to be made that like he's one of the best college basketball players? It's an argument ever. to be made that Steph Curry wouldn't move off the ball like Steph Curry moves off the or like Steph Curry moves. Sorry, like Steph Curry moves off the ball if JJ Reddick wasn't moving off the ball like he was moving. Man, they hated shoulder JJ to shoulder you know screens. That, right? Like he used to, yo, what? I'm talking about. They hated this man. Like, get, get out of here, white boy. <laughs> like, I'm talking about in North Carolina. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We could do NCAA tournament. Best plays. Now we're gonna we're gonna do his 41 point game versus Texas. I like that. How about that? Just to give you a little insight, and then we'll do some tournament. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we in the March Madness vibe. I got a anyway, question for you, though. Give me that question. We talked about, you know, your favorite Duke moment. Yeah. What's your like? You were saying, you know, we've had some bad moments right. too. Don't get it fucked up. Okay. What's like the one that stings you? Because I got one for you that's gonna fuck you up. Okay. That's always stung me. It's a reason yeah. I I hate this university till this day because yeah, of it. Have, like, some moments in your head, y'all still think about that shit. Like that shit should have happened. Like with Duke, like. Like, Bro, do you remember losing the VCU in the tournament? Wow, that one still stings yeah, me to this we day, didn't bro. Have to lose that <laughs> fucking game. That one still, I still hate VCU. It, it's still, I just. What year was that? That wasn't too long ago. Um, I'm gonna, I'm that was just. Right was that doesn't that was just after JJ? Let me tell you right now, because that's that one. Yes, yes, that one stung. Um, I'll figure that out. Oh, 2007. Yep, right mm-hmm. after JJ. Uh-huh. Eric Maynard hit a fucking jump shot. Bro, hold on. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Can take me back to that moment now. Yo, <laughs> let me put you on. Eric Maynard? Hooper, Nate. Yeah, Hooper. Hooper. I'm talking about Hooper. 07 VCU. Hooper. We're going to put him on later. <laughs> Eric Maynard. Remember the name. The Remember the name. You know, one more one more honorable mention real quick. Now we're talking about old college basketball. Chris Lofton. Oh. University of Tennessee. Chris Lofton. Shooter. Point guard. Shooter. Don't don't forget to pay attention to these J.J. Reddick highlights, by the way. Yes. 
VCU, that was a stinger. Um, I mean, I would probably have to go, oh, man, it's hard. There were so many moments, especially like comparatively speaking, none of the moments are going to come from the last seven years. You yeah, know what nah. I mean? Like this is a back in the day thing. Mm-hmm. And specifically, like there's so many great moments from back then. And there's so many like ones that hurt, you know, games against that. We lost to Tyler Hansbro and like the game oh. he was bleeding, like. I think they won that game. They did, and it's yeah. like that stung. Yeah. Like how you, how you, how you let them win that game. You know what I mean? Like there was a bunch of those moments. So, so shit like that. Um, I could talk about that Chris Paul loss. You know, Wake Forest. That was a crazy game. We were going back and forth. You know, but um, it, 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 probably a tournament loss that I'm forgetting about. Yeah, is 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 probably one of the ones that stung too. Shout out to Zion Williamson, and R.J. Barrett, who was on the same team not too long ago, um, playing against Taco Fall and UCF. And we lost, I forgot to who as well. We lost not too long ago in 2019. Yeah, so. we did. It is what it is. However, Coach K, shouts to you. Look at this. In 2000, whenever, whenever we're watching this old-ass highlight, J.J. Redick already was ninth in Duke history with 2,000 points. Could be. So, let's get into some UFC. We're going to switch it up before we get out of here because we got some UFC to talk about. Experts in the building. Kobe Covington. Versus Jorge Masvidal. I think this is a last last chance for Masvidal to, to you know, regain some momentum. Because this, this fight, he'll never get another title shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and to be honest, I'm, I'm going to go in the ring here. <laughs> I'm going to go in the ring here. Like, you got the floor. You got the floor. This is the thing with UFC. With, 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 fake, with fans who don't know about the sport. You need to start following these guys' career before they came into the UFC. And follow all other organizations they fought in. Jorge Masvidal is one of the most overrated welterweights in the UFC division. Fought, fought Steven Thompson, got dominated. The wins you have, washed up Nate Diaz, unmotivated to fight. He was already rich from the Conor McGregor fight. And what other win he had after that? He hasn't had wins. He hasn't won anything. So. He lost to Usman, right? He lost to Usman in a very devastating fashion. But like I say, very overrated fighter. Come this this Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Come this Saturday, he will get dominated. Kobe Covington is actually, he talk a lot of shit. He's actually a great fighter. He really is a great fighter. Great wrestling, but it's the thing. Cardio. Going to put you against the cage, maul you, and just... And just... Yeah, is Masvidal going to be able to have the strength to... Uh... And the, and the stamina to stay up, you know? No, he's a third. I think Masvidal is 36, 37. Older guy, you know what I mean? Got knockout power. He has a, I'm not saying he doesn't have a chance to not win this fight. He has a chance. But Kobe Covington, Kobe Covington is such a smart fighter. You know what I mean? I just don't see it happen. He's going to win. It's going to be a fight. Scorecard, five rounds, the fight decision. Kobe Covington, 50 to 45. JJ Reddick, sniper. He was like that, man. He was. It was. What other players was on? What other players were on that team? Like other star. Players? You had Josh McRoberts. You had Greg Pullis, uh Sheldon Williams. Star players. We didn't have stars. Oh, we didn't JJ have stars. Redick was a star. Yeah, we had role players. We had. We had. A, we had a great units to put on the floor. We had a bad matchup for every school in in the country those years. Literally, yep. didn't matter. You remember back in the day when um. When the field goal, when the field goal, not the field goal, the free throw button Look would at be the like, pe- you have to time it. You have to press it one and then press the other one. J.J. Reddick's would move so slow because he was so nice at free throws. It would be like this. 
Yeah. And then you gotta stop it in the middle. <laughs> you never miss a free throw with JJ Reddick, dog. So hey man. Um y'all got any closing thoughts? Anything you guys wanna say before we get out of here? Good out of here. Good out of here. It sounds like we're good. Shout out to Coach K. Yes, sir. You know we rocking for you. Also, shout out to um, shout out to JJ Redick again, man. I love what JJ Redick is doing. I love how the um, Seventy Sisters. Did they honor him when he coming out? Probably. Free game. I think somebody honored him a free game, like not probably like today or yesterday. But uh, I love what he's doing with his podcast. All things sports. Allthingsportspod.com coming soon. For sure. Yes, sir.